0: welcome back everybody to the nosebleed sports podcast i am chris witt and with me as always is mr adam schmidt adam how are you today sir wonderful how about yourself oh if i was any better i would have gone to the earth wind and fire concert (laughs) adam we have not uh been together for about a week and a half well it's two weeks i guess right been two weeks since we've done the podcast this is this uh we didn't do last week i was in nashville for a baseball tournament that's not why we didn't do last week (laughs) we didn't do it because you were at the earth wind and fire but we couldn't do it later in the week because i was in nashville the next day so just a lot of stuff didn't happen uh so we will get into sports we've got nba free agency we've got these cincinnati red legs playing some of the best baseball you've ever seen out of a team that doesn't even have a fourth of their starting rotation. Yeah. And their bullpen is the worst in Major League Baseball outside of the best closer in Major League Baseball. That's right. We'll get into all that and show Aotani and what could possibly happen with him and a lot of NBA free agency. A lot of stuff. Uh, trade deadline in baseball. Um, and then, of course, we've got the Mount Rushmore of game shows and our comedy segment, which is... This week, I went off the rails and did uh 85 South Boys. can't remember what it was called, but it's the 85 South on extravaganza. Netflix. Extravaganza. There you um, go.
1: They would never call it that.
0: No, but it was. It was an extravaganza. All right, so uh let's start off, though. Adam, uh, as we always do, we start off with a Reese's. Adam brought a cooler. Whenever a cooler is brought with Reese's, that means – something cold obviously uh is it what i was talking about getting the other day
1: um i don't know for sure okay because i don't think we actually said but okay yeah no this is not what this looks so good reese's chocolate
0: reese's chocolate Sunday cones or something yeah like it just says reese's chocolate it, on it mm-hmm. but it is the uh kind of like the nutty buddy cone is that what that thing's called the nutty buddy
1: uh sure uh it's got the like waffle stick the drumstick the drum
0: stick. that's it yeah like a drumstick it's got the waffle cone um i'll bring the garbage bag over in between us so this looks really delicious i'm pretty excited about this yeah, i think it's gonna be i wonder how much of the peanut butter you're really gonna flavor off in this thing because if you look at the wrapper, it looks like the top is chocolate and the sides are peanut butter. So that means this light brown
1: should be peanut butter. So there are two flavors in the box here. Mm-hmm. One is chocolate. One is peanut butter. Oh, well, This is the chocolate. So this may be more chocolate. And mm-hmm. then next week's maybe more peanut butter.
0: Definitely more chocolate. I don't taste any peanut butter at all. Yeah, uh, The chocolate, though, isn't bad. It's a different kind of chocolate. There may be some peanut butter mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. this is going to take a while to eat it is so why we do it adam why don't you tell me what happened adam you went to the earth wind and fire concert i did he took a video uh saw a video a lot of white hairs in there bud. a oh. lot of white hair in there maybe some blue maybe some blue in there as well oh yeah like you're four or five you know you might have 50 gray <laughs> hairs in that out of the five million hairs you have old people there uh that would they had no no other color than white or gray in their hair
1: It was a lot of a lot of white hairs there um man it was nice it was i've been waiting for this concert for a few years now they had to cancel with i mean they had the they canceled twice actually once covid and then the next time was when uh speaking of old they were traveling with santana Mm. and two weeks Mm. before that or whatever he uh he collapsed on stage and he canceled the rest of the concert. So anyway, oh, wow.
0: that was last year. There's a huge chunk of peanut butter in the middle of this, by the way. Oh, yeah. Ice cold chunk of peanut butter that I was not expecting to grab, which is delicious, by the way. Like
1: Okay, good. Good. So wonderful, wonderful concert. You know, these guys are, there are three members left from the original band, right? uh one is like the earth yeah the earth wind and fire are all still there okay yeah yeah yeah. we're good <laughs> um so thank you no philip bailey who's the the singer that when you hear earth, an earth wind and fire song and you have a real high voice guy mm-hmm. that's philip bailey he's he's wonderful and then you got uh two other guys the bassist and then the guy who plays percussion and does some singing and stuff Anyway, great show. Um, they are probably in their late 70s, those guys. Oh, yeah. So there is definitely, they're slowing down a bit. They're definitely slowing down a bit. Still put on a good show, but, you know, the voices aren't quite the same. Um, and the, uh, what do you call it? The stamina is not quite the same. Oh, yeah. A lot of out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of sharing responsibilities. There were, you know, eight people in the band or something like that, nine people, something like that, and you had seven different people singing mm. because hitting oh boy, all the just couldn't do it anymore. Hitting all the notes and all the songs they played all the hits and everything. There was one song that's maybe my favorite Earth Wind and Fire song that I didn't play, but um, but they played all the ones that everybody knows and. It was a great show. Like I said, um, you know, Philip Bailey took a little bit of time to warm up, a couple songs to kind of warm his voice up, and then the middle—he was, was killing. Really Did he kill good. it? Did all of a sudden he come back? He killed it. He killed Love it. The it. Oh, that's so good.
0: It in the no, that's awesome because thinking about that, like you—you you go to a concert like that, and the first couple of songs, you're like, "Oh boy, this is mm-hmm. uh, what a bummer." Like it's almost like it's almost a disappointment. Yeah. So the fact that it like. It got warmed up and old boy, you know, came back through, came through. I'm happy. I'm happy that you got to, you got to get a, a good part of it.
1: There are a few songs that he really, really goes real high and, and covers a wide range. And he did hit those. And then after that, after a span of like four or five songs like that, about three quarters of the way through the concert, he kind of like, okay, okay. Now, now you got to do some. Now this guy's got to do some. His son actually is in the band now. Oh, really? It was really cool. Um, And uh, so, yeah, so there are a bunch of guys, a bunch of different guys sing. So he kind of had to slow it down a little bit after that, after he went all out. But, you know, all the same songs that you that, you know, from Earth, Wind and Fire. Everybody likes Earth, Wind and Fire. But um, great, great concert. Here's the thing. So I get there. They had some guy open up. He was he wasn't too bad. He was okay. He had a very small. It was him and two other people in his band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was fine. But we get there right, a little bit before they start, and walk down this row. We're like in the middle of an aisle, in the middle of a row. All right. So people on both sides of us. Mm-hmm. So the people to the right of us. I'm I I go in and I'm sitting far. So I I I'm sitting next to a person I don't know. Okay, I go with my ex-girlfriend, which is a whole story. <clears throat> but anyway, so we go, and then some of her friends were there. I sit next to this lady. I don't pay any attention to what she looks like, who she's with, any no idea of that stuff. We're sitting there for a while during this concert. I mean, yeah. the, the opening act comes on, goes off, wait a little bit, earth, When and fire comes on. They start playing five, six songs, maybe, maybe seven songs in. I mean, they probably played 30 songs. It was, it was a lot, but a while into earth, wind and fire, I actually look over and realize that I, I'm assuming her husband is with her. Mo- almost everybody is up pretty much the whole time. A couple slower songs, people sat mm-hmm. down and stuff, but as soon as a faster part comes up or a faster song, oh, comes yeah. up, everybody's up, right? Even the old folks. And this lady was a little little bit older, but she was get up and moving around, dancing, yeah. having a good time. Just to getting and getting. I realized that the man sitting next to her hasn't moved a muscle the whole time. Okay. Did but, she bring did she bring her uh her plasticized husband with her? Yes. So I think it was a song that was a little slower, and, and we sat and I kind of like, I kind of look around a little bit and I actually, for the first time, pay attention to this lady and her, the people that she's mm-hmm. with. So I look over and there's a, it, they're connect. I mean, the seats are connected. So mm-hmm. you're two seats away from me. This is the distance two seats away from right. me. I look past the lady sitting next to me and sitting in your seat, two seats away from me, Cincinnati Reds legend, George Foster. What? are you kidding me (laughs) it took me to almost halfway through yeah halfway through the concert i realized i'm sitting with i'm sitting with george foster (laughs) and he's not yeah he's not moving a muscle
0: (laughs) he's like yeah i told you i'd come to see this but no he didn't talk like that at all yeah i told you i'd come to see
1: this but yep i ain't getting up same with all y'all he uh (laughs) <laughs> he didn't, I, I, I'm like, I look, I kind of, I'm like, what happens then? Oh my gosh. So um, did my, you get a picture with him? I did not. So my, my dad's at the concert. He came, he went with some of his siblings and they're sitting like further, back. I was, um, I was like, so they had a, a section like right up against the stage of flat seats mm-hmm. and then the. The stadium seating started, you know, right. back a little bit. We were in like the third row from nice. the stadium seating. Amazing Where? seats. I'm like, where's this at? Fifty feet away from the stage, um, at the PNC Pavilion at Riverbend. Okay, gotcha. At the little bit smaller venue, like mm-hmm. attached to it. Um, so great, great seats. Um, my dad's. So I'm like, and we're kind of texting back and forth a little bit um, throughout the concert. My dad and I are. And I'm like, I got to tell, you know, my, my ex-girlfriend is not going to know who George Foster is, um, you but tell somebody her, her friend and her friend's husband are from Cincinnati originally and, um, or maybe Northern Kentucky or whatever, but I'm pretty sure they're going to know. And I think they're big Reds fans too. So, but I'm, I wait for a little bit. Cause I still don't, this first time I ever met them, mm-hmm. you know how I am anyway, I don't talk yep. to people, but I'm like, okay, I'm Ninety-eight point nine percent sure this is George Foster. I didn't want to stare at him either, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, I kind of keep looking over, and I'm like giving the side eye and making sure. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, man, I, I, I so text my dad. I'm like, two seats over from me is George Foster. And uh so then I'm I'm just kind of now I'm kind of like not paying as much attention to the concert. <laughs> <'cause I'm> like, <laughs> I'm I'm at the concert with George Foster. I'm seeing Earth Wind, and Fire with George Foster. Um, so finally I can't hold it in anymore. And I, I reach over to her and I say, There's a Reds Hall of Famer sitting two seats away from me. And uh, she said, Really? Who? And I tell her, and she tells her friend next to her, and she tells her and she tells her friend, and her friend looks up and looks over, and she goes. That is him. So I got to <laughs> I got to tell everybody that George Foster was right there. Uh and it was just cool. And Not, then but they weren't, they didn't do anything. They didn't
0: try to no. oh man. I'd have been like, give the give my phone to the very last person, and let's take a big selfie from up top and everybody smile like we're taking a picture of ourselves. And in the background's gonna be George Foster.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It'd cut whoever's on the bottom off because he tilted up high enough so you could see George Foster. Make you it know, look like I'm getting my selfie with George Foster.
1: Right. I went through this scenario in my mind. If I say something to him, what am I gonna say? How am I gonna say it? I don't want to, you know, make a big yeah, thing. Or yeah, whatever.
0: yeah, no, 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 of course.
1: And um, but I'm like, you know, I don't I have seen enough people, enough athletes and stuff like that around, that. I, I haven't said anything to them. Just I'm like I it's don't know. better off
0: to do. I think you're better off to do that. If you do anything, it's it's in a break or, or something like that, and and when you guys accidentally, quote unquote, because you keep looking at them, make eye contact and you just go, you know, give them a little, <clears throat> how you doing, Mr. Foster? It's a great concert, huh? This are just like, man, I love these guys. They're, these guys are awesome, aren't they? I wouldn't even say Mr. Foster. I'd just be like that. I would have just started talking to his wife. Yeah. Immediately, I just would have. She was getting up and down. I'd have been getting up. I'd have been swaying and getting a little dance on like Oh, my God. God. This is my jam. Bumping hips. Yep. I'll be hit. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. We'd be going. George Foster might have to beat me up.
1: Yeah. I he, I mean, you know, I feel like I could run circles around the man watching him move. No, um, man, I guarantee it. Oh, boys. He stood up for the last song. They, they walked off and then came mm-hmm. right back on for an encore or whatever. Yeah, they, they came run, right back on. One song for the encore. And uh, that was the one he stood up. And then you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he he was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to stand up to leave in a minute here." So I've, might I might as well work these now. knees.
0: Might as well work these knees up into into a standing position now. Mm-hmm. Yep, man, that is so cool. Anyway, that was pretty cool. Yeah, nicely yeah. done,
1: man. That yeah. is so awesome. But it was a great show, and uh, it was even cooler that I. And Hubie it.
0: Brown was able to get his voice in, or Cedric the Entertainer, what was his name? Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey, I was close. Mm-hmm. Really got his, uh, he got his voice back in.
1: And Hubie Brown.
0: Very happy, very happy. So thank you, Adam. Let's George Foster. That's so cool. <laughs> and that I'm going through all the things in my head of what I, I would have done.
1: And I also thought, as I as I was there, I thought I got to text, Chris and Uncle Randy, and and I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta reveal this on the podcast. Yeah,
0: such win. so well done. So well done.
1: That is awesome. So you're running out now, and you first, first time. Tomorrow. Yep,
0: we'll find out tomorrow. This is the first time I've heard it. This is so cool. And George Foster, I know I would have been jamming with his wife. i did have known it before. Even if I didn't know it was him, I'd have been jamming with the if, if I'm standing up at a concert and there is an older lady next to me just getting it. I am jamming with that older lady all day long. I want her to feel like
1: we are in the groove, but yeah, you're right. There was a lot of, a lot of, uh, white hairs there. A lot of, a lot of moving around, uh, not to the rhythm. And,
0: um, <laughs> well, they're in rhythm in their head, but their body just can't do it anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. I suppose so.
0: Mm-hmm. That's uh, okay. It's anyway, the way old people roll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rate, rate the Reese's thing. I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm going nine, five. Okay. It was delicious. Nine one. Nine one. The hunk of peanut butter in the middle kind of threw me off, dude. That like some. Might have been you? my favorite part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was,
1: Might uh, it was, have been my favorite part. I was
0: really disappointed when I didn't think there was going to be any peanut butter. The chocolate is not
1: Reese's chocolate. It's me. not. I mean, no. it's just not. But um, but it's, but ice, it's cream. ice cream. It's, be really it's so gorgeous. good. Yeah.
0: It's ice cream and it's got peanut butter in it, and chocolate and a waffle cone. Yep. Doesn't get any better
1: than that. Pretty good. I love Thank it. You. you took your baseball team. To Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, we went to Nashville. Um, My wife got food poisoning overnight. I don't know if it was food poisoning or what it was, but there was a few people that uh, had some rumblings going on in the downstairs area.
1: Shouldn't have the fish tacos in Nashville. Yeah,
0: no, it was uh, Bojangles on the way there, I think. And the next day, it caught up to a few of them. I mean, I ate it all, and I didn't have an issue, but, you know.
1: You have uh, an immune system of stone
0: yes it's a, you're exactly right except for this giant knot of a of uh inflammation that I have from my that I' my root canal I never got done um <laughs> so uh I do we we went o2 and one it was rough uh we played the same team twice the team that we lost to was the same team which sucks when you go, go out of town and you play two teams in bracket play and then you end up playing one of them team one of those team I'm sorry two teams in pool play and then we played one of those teams in bracket play right away. And that kind of, that was kind of a bummer. Um, kids, kids did, kids did all right though. I mean, <clears throat> we were in every game, it was good competition. The other teams threw strikes. It was a lot of good baseball. It wasn't a lot of walks. Um, everybody, you know, it was, it was good baseball. Um, not a lot of errors, uh, not, nothing too, nothing too shabby. So <clears throat> it was good. The kids will always remember it because. I don't think they'll ever remember what we did in the games but they we had an entire day on friday we got there thursday had an entire day friday free and i mean it was 104 degrees outside mm. i mean that was the feels like temperature it was like 98 but it felt like 104 or something and humidity was higher than anything we had some of the biggest crazy storms you ever seen i'm talking that's crazy. how it was here crazy i know it exactly that's what i heard So we had huge storms. There was a tornado. So we played baseball in Hendersonville, which is just northeast, I want to say, of Nashville. And it's a big 13 field complex, nice park. And there was a tornado that was spotted and never touched down, but it was spotted uh, in the air, you know, uh, over Hendersonville. And there was stuff everywhere. Signs like four by fours that are dug down into the posts into the ground, like, with signs for restaurants were blown and broken off and they're all over the place. when we went to go play baseball the next morning, but uh, they got the fields ready. It's a little bit of a delay on the first day. I made all the kids go to bed early. uh, And then we didn't have to play in the morning anyway. So that was fun. Uh, But yeah, the kids ended up that whole day. They would get, it was so hot. They go out. There's this back lot in the back of the, that nobody parked at in the back of the hotel. And they set that up as camp for wiffle ball. So they played wiffle ball out there. They played for about 20 minutes, and then they come inside, jump in the pool for about 20 minutes. And they go right back outside, play wiffle ball, right back into the pool, right back out to wiffle ball, right back into the pool. It was a lot of fun, man. The kids had fun.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's great.
0: Yep. It was fun uh, outside of that. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Any different food or anything? I lost the cornhole championship belts, though. I lost them.
1: Oh, you had a little cornhole deal going. Yeah,
0: I, I had. We had the belts, and uh, it was everybody. You know, the they just wouldn't let us go to bed until they finally beat us. So three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was, when my partner could hardly stand up anymore, <laughs> we uh, we lost the belts. So we'll get those back. They'll come back. Well, but, how many uh,
1: how many games did you win before that?
0: Oh, I don't know. Against the team that all the only other team that ever wants to play us all the time, or against everybody. I mean, we beat them probably three out of five times, and then we beat another, and then we won another. I don't know, seven, eight games. Besides that, so yeah,
1: guys are still a chance. Though I mean, if you're playing in a series, <laughs> uh,
0: overall, we've we they will tell you that they have beat us more than them but it is there's no doubt it is a, i could i could pull the records up well at least the other guy does he apparently keeps pictures every time they get the belts back and when they lose them so <laughs> uh just kidding uh no i'm not kidding i i think he actually does we had some fun with that love you jared uh but no we got uh no we we have definitely beat them way more than they have beat us not way more but we i'd say it's 60 40 Okay, might even be a little higher night.
1: Yeah, all right. Yeah, there's
0: one night that they it was a rough night for them.
1: (laughs) I tell you, that's how you know when you are the best team. You you're gonna play consistently, and if they have a bad night, you're gonna crush them. If they have a great night, you're gonna play even with them. Yep, that's exactly right but you guys don't have bad nights. Uh, great we, great no, teams don't have bad we,
0: nights. We have bad nights when there's a few too many beers on either my side or his side. That's when we've lost the belts every time. One of us has been uh, a little too inebriated to even see where we were, because we were done playing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I throw at the middle hole.
0: Yeah, Well, there I can't even see past my feet at that point <laughs> in time. When you fall over trying to pick the bags up. Off the ground. I didn't do that. I almost (laughs) did that a few months ago, but not not this one. Not this one. Anyway, no, so we lost the Cornhole Championship belts, which is a bummer because they're real nice. Did I show you the
1: belts? I feel like you did.
0: I'm talking like real leather, gold plates. Like I got, it's legit. It's got like 30 buttons on the back so you can go. It looks exactly like a WWE belt, like a legit belt. Very nice. not like a little plastic toy, it's the real deal. Beautiful, yeah. So, besides the point, uh, yeah, other than that, no, it was a good time, man. We had fun, we had fun. Um, yeah, all the kids are coming back next year, so this was one of the years where I didn't have to give it, I didn't have to go through the stress of tryouts and cutting kids, I didn't have to cut a single kid. Oh, this year, yeah, I didn't, I've not, I did not have to cut a single kid, uh, because tryouts would be going on right now, but we're not having tryouts, everybody, uh. Everybody offered a spot to every kid at the end of the year, and they all said that they're not going anywhere to try out. They're going to stay here. So they had the opportunity to go try out anywhere they wanted if they wanted to. It was no problem.
1: So they have what nine months to? I mean, this is we're talking about for next baseball. Yeah, they
0: tryouts for next year are always right after the season. Because of the fact that you have a lot of things going on. So a lot of practice starts like in December or January, some you know stuff like that. Or if you play fall ball, like we'll play, we'll start back up uh, at the end of August. Oh, not anything crazy. We won't have practice. Uh, it'll just be playing games on Friday nights oh. for five, six weeks maybe a double header in there somewhere on a Friday, but that's all, nothing. Just keeping the baseball, just keeping it going. Right. Like basketball does a summer league for these kids, right? It's one night a week. You just go out there, you play for an hour and you're done. You know what I mean? You're, there's no practicing. Well, from some teams, I'm sure they are out there practicing, but yeah, you just, you know, it's just something to break up the monotony. You know sure. what I mean? Keep, yeah. uh, keep the baseball fresh but also make sure that soccer or or football or whatever your sport is right now is the most important thing. It's
1: a good call. Yeah. Good call. Absolutely. Right on. Um, Well, I mean, let's keep it in the uh, baseball family here and talk a little Cincinnati Reds. Did you watch the game today? I did not. I was listening to it. I listened to the end of it on the way here.
0: So you didn't hear the beginning. No, I know. About Ellie De La Cruz getting his bat checked. Did you see all that?
1: I saw a a post from Lance McAllister on that on Facebook or Twitter or something.
0: So after the Nationals check Ellie De La Cruz's bat, he has another bat after that, and uh, so he's got this. It's a it's a it's a deal they put on the knob of the bat. It it measures your exit velocity, and a lot of people use it um, in in batting practice and stuff to you know see your exit velocity. Uh, you see your swing speed, all kinds of stuff like that. And it calculates it somehow off that knob. So he's got it taped up on his knob and I've seen it down there before. So I thought that he has hit, used it before. So he must've gotten it okayed with major league baseball. Uh, because during it, he got, he, it, it was said that he got it. Okayed, uh, by Jim day was like, well, they're talking about it and they're making him take it off, but he was okayed to hold that. Like major league baseball told him he could do it. So he had another bat in the fifth. Uh, I believe this comes back in the fifth. Let me make sure here. Uh, in the... Yeah, so he comes back in the fifth, and he's got it back on. They made him take it off. Hits a 455-foot home run I heard about with this on, and he immediately points to the bottom of his bat. <laughs> immediately, as soon as he hits it, he starts going, and he looks, and... Right there. There it is. Yep. Looks into, into the Reds dugout. Okay. Thank you. Into the Reds dugout and points to the bot points at the mechanism. at the bottom is bat puts a thumbs up. Basically. That's the way of saying you can't get in my head homeboys. You can do whatever you want over here. I would have done it into the Washington dugout. I would have looked at them saying it's back in case you want one. You go I, get one. If you I, want one, I'd like to think that you wouldn't do that. Uh, it de- it I, if you piss me off and you're talking and I'm able to look at you and you're, you question my bat, I tell you I'm allowed to have it. I've already had it. They've already told me I could have it. And then you make these guys call New York. The Empire said to call New York. He was on the, he was on the phone or not on the phone, but you know, they got their wire tapped in with them and he sat there. It was like a five minute delay in the middle of his bat. Hmm. It was a long delay in the middle of the bat. So, yeah, I'm pissed. I'm a major league baseball player. I did all this. I'm the biggest, hottest prospect right now. I know what you're doing right now. I'm not stupid. You're just trying to slow me down and get in my head and mess with my, you know, get the funk a little different. 100% that's the only reason uh, Martinez did that for the Nationals. Guarantee you. He knows what's on the bottom of that bat. He knows the bottom of that bat is not that that I can't remember what they're called, but like he knows the analyzer. Something, something. Yeah. He knows that that is not doing anything to improve the bat itself. He knows that he is doing that because he's got a rookie who is a absolute star and he's doing whatever he can to try to play a mind game. I get it. I would do the same thing. And you don't believe that. I can tell by your look on your face right now.
1: Maybe, but I don't think it's a I, I, Okay. Here's here's the thing. I won't
0: say guarantee. Here's the I'll thing. say, eighty eight percent. I believe that's what he was trying to do.
1: Here's the thing. I've never seen one of those before. I've never noticed one of those before on anybody's bat. I, if it's the first time they're seeing that, then I, I I feel like there's a legitimate thing. There's a there's an extra thing. There's an extra device oh, on this these guys. guys bat. are these are. Need to get it. They're major
0: league baseball players. They know what that is. Almost everybody uses them in batting practice. Almost everybody has them on in batting practice. Now, whether you use it on your bat in a game, I have no idea. But De La Cruz got it okayed with baseball before he did. Like, it was okayed. It's not breaking the rules in any way. He's allowed to use it. They made him take it off, and they put it back on and said, stick it. Whatever you just tried to do, I'm coming back at you right now. But good for him. He looked into his dugout, which I'm fine with. He did the right thing. How about that? Does that make you like De La Cruz a little bit better? He he no, the right man,
1: thing. He didn't have to do any of that. But yeah. it, it, and and it also and it also maybe they were doing maybe they were doing that to get in his head, maybe. But also it, it it's not I don't think it's a bad thing to ask the umpires. And it's more on the umpires if they make him take it off even though it was approved. That's the umpires. If they if 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 I'm like no nobody's i've never seen anybody use anything on their bat any device on their bat before i'm going to ask about this is he allowed to do that is is it i i, I can at least ask because you got to make sure that there's no that there is no advantage or whatever i mean i i know you, you say that if they use them all the time in batting practice they know what it is but if if it's if they've never been in a situation where it's can you use this in a game? Because nope, nobody on his team's using it. Well, I don't know that. I,
0: I I don't know who. I couldn't tell you who is or who isn't using them. But I bet some. I guarantee somebody else is. There's got to be somebody out there doing it. those things. Are every like that? Little league teams. Little kids have them in their in their in their garage on their bats when they're taking swings off of a tee. I mean, little kids. So They use either
1: 30, velo- thirty-one swing. mile an hour exit velocity. Uh, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. You want to see the little thing. I don't care about the fact that a little kid's not going to hit a ball 110 miles an hour, right? But you still want to see your progression. And if you're a kid and it means a lot to you and you want to work on your craft, then yeah, I'll pay 500 bucks or 400 bucks or whatever they are to put it on the knob of your bat so you can take BP, see what you're doing, feel a swing, feel the difference in what you did here and what you did here and see the result the actual measured result every single time. That's an, that's awesome. Why would you not want to use something like that? Whether you're hitting the ball 30 miles an hour off the bat or 120 miles an hour off the bat, I don't care what your exit velocity is. If it shows you how you're improving, it's an, it's an amazing tool. It also takes your swing path, which is even more important. Mm -hmm. It takes your swing path into consideration and tells you your angle launch angle, and all that stuff too, which is a thousand times more important than just what your exit velocity is off the bat. Cause it's, I'm sure the exit velocity is not nearly as accurate as your swing path is going to be with that.
1: I want to see now, number one, I would like to know if anybody has ever used it in a game during a game before Ellie De La Cruz did today. Also, I want to see how many people use it now after, since this has happened. Oh yeah. Might we might see it all the time? Now.
0: Probably will. I'm sure it will. I'm especially because it's Ellie De La Cruz who has taken over Major League Baseball. He is known everywhere. They asked him to be in the home run derby and he declined. He declined. Yeah, unbelievable.
1: This kid is, I mean, it's insane what we have on our hands right now. Yeah, and the, the amazing thing is. There are two other rookies on this team outperforming him <laughs> like by <laughs> McLean is by far McLean is, is making a
0: push for rookie of the year McLean and steer both <laughs> are making a push for rookie and steers losing a place steers having trouble finding the field. Yeah, and he was rookie of the month McLean's been rookie of the month. I think they both have been rookie of the month. I know McLean has uh, I think steer has anyway. yeah, he's not even the best rookie on this team at this point. I mean, he is the best rookie on this team. But at this point, numbers-wise, McLean has been more clutch, probably the most clutch human being on this team right now. Like, this dude, when you need a hit and he's up to
1: bat, he gets it. He's getting you a double. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, anyway. That's interesting. I I didn't know all of that. It was – so I I saw – Jim Day
0: came on, and he's talking while they're talking about it, and you can hear him because he must have been really close to the – Really close to the to the field, so he didn't want to talk. He wasn't talking very loud. He was kind of whispering as they were talking in New York. But he was saying how uh, he said Ellie has gotten that approved by Major League Baseball to be able to use that. He it has been approved, and uh John, whatever his name is, uh is up there going. Who's the Who's the guy? Who does the is it a Sadak or something? Something like that. Anyway, he's up there going. Whoa, so this has been. uh this has been okay by baseball, and they're making him take it off. I, they, if they're calling New York right now, they should know. And I was like, oh, man, this is a protracted engagement. Or This is basically saying it was taking really long to figure it out. He said it twice, prot- protracted. And I was like, dude, just use regular Probably words. worse for the pitcher
1: to have that use break in the words. middle of the –
0: You think so? I would think. I would think, <clears throat> I would think guys, he could still guys, stand out there and just keep
1: throwing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if he wants to, but uh, isn't it about rhythm a lot? Is isn't oh, yeah. isn't it usually worse for, for the both. pitcher if there's that's a- yeah, for both? If you've already been, you know, I think it's think
0: you know, whenever somebody's taking something off of your bat, anything, anything, anytime your your equipment is being messed with or it was questioned, now your mind, how hard is that for your mind to get back into? Okay, I gotta get engaged into this at bat. The pitcher's like that hey, has nothing to do with me. When he comes up, I'm throwing the same pitch. Ellie's over here trying to argue his case and in a totally different mindset than what he should be right before his at bat.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Mind games. <laughs> Hit a bomb, point at it, throw it over, give a thumbs up, point at it, give us a thumbs up. I think you know what I think he was doing. I think he was pointing at it to look inside to see if they could tell him what his exit velocity or exit uh his uh his uh launch angle angle was and they gave him a a good number and that's when he gave him the thumbs up (laughs) i think that's what happened (laughs) he asked about it he asked about it as soon as he hit it as soon as he hit it it was gone and it was a bomb and he just looked and he started pointing at it like what was that what was that and they told him he was like yes sir great job thumbs up and he took off running he could have if he was really mad he would have did that in the towards the washington dugout but he looked at his dugout he was just see, trying to see what his actual uh launch angle was gotcha anyway yeah, how he's ex- a real hero how exciting
1: <laughs> how exciting have the reds been i'm about uh, now i'm going to really, talk really you into exciting.
0: not liking ellie de la cruz now
1: no 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 uh they, they so they won tonight and that is their sixth uh sixth straight series or no 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 six no, they lost seven. the Braves. Yeah. 6 out of 7 series and the Braves are 30 games over 500. So, yeah. that's good, you know. That's a, unbelievable. Um they uh it's it's like they've won, oh, I think it's 6 straight road series. Oh, that could won. be. Yeah, that could be. And that's the most since 2010 and uh the most ever was 8 straight road series in 76 or something like that. So, wow. they, they win a couple more, they they get that. there. Uh, but yeah i mean really really exciting somehow they're doing it without a whole lot of pitching Mm -hmm. uh but they're they've got so many guys hitting and uh their their bats
0: their bats are alive man this team is this team is so hot their bull their bullpen actually hasn't been terrible either uh the back end of their bullpen they've got three guys uh farmer buck farmer threw really well the other day uh he came in and they've got a couple new guy, a couple more guys that are that are showing themselves to be good and then you have Diaz who is the best pitcher the best closer in baseball right now um but I, and the the series they lost was to was to the Braves most recently i just want to i got to say this ronald acuña junior okay ronald acuña junior he's all right uh let me see how uh, uh makes first half history First half of baseball, he is the first player ever to hit 20 home runs, steal 40 bases, and drive in 50 runs before the All-Star break. He has 40 stolen bases? His most stolen bases he ever had before this season, uh, where was it, was, I want to say it was like 37, and he's got 40 stolen bases, 50 RBI. So, uh, the 25 year old Acuna is also just the third player to hit 20 and steal 40 in the first 84 games. So he's the, he's the only one to do that with 50 RBIs. He's one of three, he's one of two other players to have 20 home runs and 40 stolen bases in the first 84 games. Do you want to try to put uh, a, a name on either of these people? Uh, I'll tell you this. One was done in 1990 and the other was done in 1986.
1: The first, the first name that comes to mind is Ricky Henderson. Absolutely, Eric Davis. Eric Davis is number two. Did you already read this? No.
0: That's yes, that's exactly right. Eric Davis and did it in 1986, and Ricky Henderson did it in 1990. Eric Davis, in his four-year prime that he had, may have oh. been the best baseball player. From to step onto a 86
1: to 90, right in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He may have been the cool. best player to stand on on a baseball field. Yeah, in those four years. Unbelievable. So anyway, congratulations, Ronald Kenya Jr. That is amazing. 84 games, 20 bombs, 40 bags, 50 RBIs. That's
1: insane. Unbelievable. And he's not even the best player in baseball because Shohei Otani is. There's no doubt about that, my friend. Shohei Otani leads
0: the majors in how many stack categories now in hitting? All. Uh, no, he's got the most run. home runs and and a, uh, a bunch of other stuff. OPS. And he's sure. one of the top 10 pitchers in baseball right now. I'm going to look this up as we start talking. But before we get into him, let's, can we talk about Joey Votto for a second? Reached base four times tonight. Did he? Good yeah. for him. Joey Votto went on, went on a little slump, hit a bomb the other night. Uh, 0 for 21, he was. What? He was 0 for 21, uh, hits a home run to get out of the slump. And he has taken to Ellie De La Cruz. Him and Ellie De La Cruz are like it's fun, like to watch them. And because Joey Votto knows how great this kid is, right? Like Joey Joey Votto's impressed by this kid. That's saying something because Joey Votto knows baseball. The if you ever want to listen to somebody, like, like this is how I know Joey Votto loves baseball and cares more than like it's the only love he really truly has. When he's interviewed after a game and you ask him a question, he will give you the most honest, like technologically sound, technically sound answer anyone could ever give. And it's like he's struggling the whole time to... Because in his brain, everything makes sense, but he knows he's got to dumb it down for everyone else. And it's so hard for him to dumb it down. And he's trying, and he always goes, does that make sense? Like, do you understand? Like, he's always looking he, at Jim Day. Like, do you, I'm so, it's probably not the answer everybody wanted, but do, do you understand? And Jim Day's always like, yes, yes, Joey, I do.
1: He wants so badly to say it perfectly. Yes. He wants to give the perfect answer. Yes. So he does. He, he, st- he's, stum- that's how I feel all the time. Yeah. But. He he does. It's so funny to watch him talk.
0: So he hit that home run and he's got the thing on. And apparently, I don't know what this is, but they do this like a oh, I don't know. Him and Ellie de la Cruz took a picture. So, you know, you got the the cap on when you hit a home run, they give you the cape, the Viking helmet, mm-hmm. and you walk down, give everybody five, and then you come back to the other end of the dugout, and there's a picture. They take a picture every time at you know from the top where the little camera stand is. Well, he and Ellie De La Cruz did it together and they looked at each other and they give like this, this shoulder shrug with their hands out. And they did it a couple times. They did it after he hit the home run too, like right away. I don't know what that is, but as soon as the game's over, Ellie De La Cruz rips his shirt out, puts his hat on backwards every time if I'm coming to find out Votto comes running up. He's got his hat on backwards and his shirt untucked. And my dad immediately goes, look at Votto's even got his hat on backwards Walks to the interview afterwards, Jim Day asks him a question. He goes, hey, Jim, Jimmy, you didn't even say anything about how hip I look. This is what all the cool kids are doing now. I got my hat on backwards, my shirt's untucked. Look, this is what we are, Jim. We're hip. We're hip. I'm a hip guy with these young guys, Jim. It was so, so funny in just the way Joey Votto is. I love Joey Votto on this team. I hope Cincinnati Reds fans can appreciate how important he is going to be to this team. I hope they can understand. I hope they appreciate Joey Votto in general. There's too many people that don't. Yeah. But what he is on this team to see him revitalize, to see these, these players around him and understand like this dude is one of the best hitters in baseball history, or at least has one of the best eyes in baseball history. Maybe not the best hitters, but he's got one of the best eyes in baseball. Like he understands the strike
1: zone better than anybody. It's his left one. Yes, the uh, predominantly no, This is right one probably because it would be the closest one. To That's that the closest season. one. You.
0: Yeah, You should just use both.
1: <laughs> it is fun. It, it, the whole thing's fun, and it, to that point quickly, when Joey Vato's hitting, you see positive things on the internet about him. When he's not, <laughs> you see all kinds of, and you hear, you it's hear people very polarizing calling on sports talk radio and. When are, you know? And, and then I still hear so many people who are um, are outside Reds fans are you know are aware of the Reds and are fans when they're good, but they they're they're far enough away from it where they're not paying attention every day. And when things aren't going well, when are the, when are they going to get rid of Joey Votto? He's always hurt. He's, he's always, he walks too much. He does the same stuff that people were saying eight yeah. years ago, 10 years, years ago or whatever, yeah. when he has, when he has a bad season uh, or he, when he, when he was hurt for a while, it's the same stuff. And they don't, they don't pay attention anymore after whatever the last thing bad they heard. Right. So anyway, that's probably just going to continue, but he, and he, that'll never stop. That'll got, never stop. He, he's yeah. got, a year or two left and and then we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting because this team is changing. I just hope they, I hope he kind
0: of Ron Osters it. You know what I mean? Take some change. You know what I mean? Take some change, but hang out, be Mm -hmm. that veteran guy on the 1990s team. Be the guy who shaves his head, even though you already shave his head, like be the guy that does something crazy when you get a 10 game winning streak. You know what I mean? Like
1: be that guy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that would be great. I mean, I know he wants to play, um, but it, it, you know, hopefully he knows where he's at in his career. And as, as long as he can contribute, that's awesome. And he's still a very good defensive first baseman. Is he?
0: I think he's good. I think he's as, I think he's as good as whatever his replacement would be right now on the reds. Hmm. I mean, he, I saw him make, Couple three play, three good plays just the other night, running back for a ball at first base and foul territory. Really tough catch. Well, he takes a lot of pride in it. I know. Um, I he's had some bad, like I've heard he's had good years and bad years, yeah. but I don't think he's, I don't think he's uh, really, I don't think he's like, he's not hurting you over there
1: mm-hmm.
0: on okay. the defensive side. Yeah, like Jonathan India sometimes can hurt you on the defensive side
1: over there. It's going to be interesting to see what the Reds decide to do especially with these other guys and Christian and and Strand coming up and and those guys. um, Is that three different people or is that one person? It's it's the holy trinity of baseball.
0: (laughs) We've only got 13 shortstops in our uh, farm system right now. Somebody's leaving for – somebody's leaving so we can get a bullpen arm this year.
1: I was going to say, you mentioned early on we got the trade deadline coming up here. We're a little bit past the halfway point the all-star games in a week or so, uh, two weeks maybe. And, and then right after that is the, it's next weekend. And it? it's this is it? Yeah. I think it's next weekend. Is it before the, or I feel like it's usually the it's week all, after anyway, I don't know. Uh, 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 Shaw, what was his name? Jeff Shaw,
0: Jeff Shaw got traded from the Reds to the Dodgers or something like the day of the all-star oh, game sorry. and he had a different Jersey on Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Jeff Shaw. I think it was Jeff Shaw. He was the closer. Oh, Remember him? Yeah. I missed him when we were talking about closers.
1: Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It will be interesting to see what they do. I mean, it's going to be August, it sounds like, before they get you know, Green back and yep. Lodolo back and those guys. Um, so far, they've kind of come up with – they've brought guys up and they've done a just just a good enough job to for still win bat, games. for the bats to take over. Right. Um, so it, I mean, if they can continue that and those guys can get healthy and come back and be what they're expected to be when they're at their best or, or close to it, uh, that would be huge. And it, you know, if that happens, then August theoretically should be a good month and, uh, September should be an even better month, but to get there. And you mentioned I, the bullpens had some good games and stuff, but, they've, they've still had some really bad games. They gave the bullpen, gave up 10 runs four or five days ago or something like that. Wow. And, uh, in one game and they still, you can still look at a box score and see five guys pitched and the middle four guys or the middle three guys, an inning, mm-hmm. a walk, two hits, yeah, maybe uh, a, yeah. a strike out yeah. two. Yep. Um, so it, it, they have be...
0: they have the worst ERA in all of baseball right now. Yeah. The Red Reds pitching has the worst ERA in all of baseball.
1: And they're in first place and they're like 9 games over 500 or something like that yep.
0: and so we know what the Brewers did today.
1: Uh no. We can take a look. Yeah. So uh
0: that's the big thing is we've got 7 straight games. Yeah, the yeah, the the, the All-Star All-Star weekend is next saturday oh no it's next sorry next all-star weekends monday yes tuesday is this coming tuesday oh and then wednesday they're off thursday they're off and then they start back up against the brewers on friday um so they've got seven straight against the brewers they've got uh, it's three or four before the deadline one two three They've got three, yeah, so after they're done with the Nationals, they've got three games against the Brewers, All-Star Week, All-Star Weekend, Week, whatever, and then they go back and play the Brewers again in a four-game series. This is going to be what tells you this is going to be so big in the standings in the National League
1: Central. The Brewers lost tonight. Oh, the Reds are in first place again. The Reds are, I didn't realize this because I thought they were tied. Reds are up two games now. So the Brewers what? must have lost the last couple of nights.
0: Um, maybe they lost last night and it wasn't in the uh, paper because this morning when I looked at the paper, they were even. So that could have been just that they didn't have the two games in there because the Reds yeah. won. So that means Brewers probably lost two in a row. Does it say uh, W Yeah, yep. two losses in a row? And we've got four wins, four in wins in a row How
1: about that. Let's go, baby. Man, I, I think that's the that's the biggest margin that we've been in first place so far. I believe. Is it? Well, let's keep it going Just playing the worst let's team in baseball right now. Yeah, so you have to you, you have to win the you got to win the games against the worst teams in and baseball. They won another series. That's what it's all about, too. You don't have to win you don't have no, to no. get have 10 game win streaks. No. You got to win series.
0: Yep, you win a series. You win every, you yes, it's all about winning series. It's what everything is in baseball. D and, and this is why I make the biggest argument of why I hate that stupid wild card one game wild card game they used to always that we always had going on because baseball literally you just said it. It's all about winning series. Everything's about series. Everything is a series. It's all about winning series. And now we've got a one game deal to see if you can make the playoffs. It's so ridiculous.
1: Well, win more series during the game and you don't have to play that
0: game. <laughs> we had we had that uh in Very in serious. Nashville. They 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 had one of the weirdest rules. Uh if it if the game ended in a tie, they they had like because of all the rain, they had cutoff times. It was no, it wasn't you can't start an inning. Usually, it's you can't start an inning after an hour and a half or an hour and forty-five minutes. If you're in an inning, you can can you finish the inning, then the game's over. Well, they said, you know, if you if the visiting team is up, and uh, and it hits, it reverts back to the last inning. So if the visiting team is putting up like a fifteen-run inning, and they were down by one, at, say they were down by one at the end of the fourth. Okay, top of the fifth, they score fifteen runs and they're still hitting. And the time gets called, and it's a dead cutoff. It reverts back to to the last inning. And I was it like, was "This 15. is the." I was like, this, "And then they also said something about if it's a tie, it's a it's a win for the home team." And that's not true. That doesn't happen. That's never. And it didn't end up being that way because we ended up tying, but it was just it was a half point each. But the guide said that, and I was like, "What? A tie becomes a win for the other team?" I said, it "Doesn't even make sense." That's I, I don't. It's pull play. Like this is the sea where our seed is. Why? I don't know. I've never heard it either, but that's what they said. So uh I don't even know how we got to this, but that was what it just brought that in my head about oh, that's what it was. He looked at me and I was like, that's crazy. He goes, Well, just don't make it, don't make it become an issue. And I was like, Good call. I like that. Good call, ump. good call, blue. Good call. His name was Adam. Adam was a very good he was a great umpire, man. Him and Colton had every game that we played out there, and they were awesome. Nice two very two young kids that knew the game and were loud and let you know not like loud and let you know what the calls were as they happened there was no there was no pause no like they did a really good job blue adam yep i don't like calling him blue it's adam adam and colton i don't like saying blue somebody told me one time that umpires don't like being called blue so you should just Introduce yourself, it's, know what their name is. It's more respect to, to call
1: them. their yes, yeah. call them by their name. Yeah, sure. Makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Um, Chris. It is Chris, right? Is it pronounced
1: Chris? Uh Tris. It's Tris. Yeah. I was always wondering because that's CH.
0: People just call me time. Chris
1: and I just let it go.
0: I prefer Triss or Tristopher or tristopher
1: tristopher
0: <laughs> tristopher
1: Tristoper.
0: Not Trista. <laughs> It's Tristow.
1: Oh, her. Tristow,
0: her. Her.
1: Her. Yeah. Emphasis on the H.
0: On the H. Okay. It's just like in the last name, Chris Tope, her. Quit.
1: <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. Tris, I have a question for you. What do you got? So um, I'm sure you've seen uh, all of the NBA free agency is always super fun, uh, for me at least. Lots of signings. Uh, last week was the was the beginning of that, and you saw usually the first forty eight hours everybody signs. Yes, right? um, and then you have some few trickle in and things like that. Uh, lots of signings. Few guys moved around. The big thing though, in NBA free agency, so we're not going to cover all these guys. Two guys that are going to be that are going to make NBA free agency in the off season. The most interesting are James Harden and Damian Lillard.
0: Yeah, Damian Lillard, especially because Damian Lillard is going to change a team. He's going to change a team, and I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure James Harden is too. Sure, he will, but he also brings a little bit extra with him. You got to you're also dealing with James Harden baggage too. Yeah. So that I like, you know, I mean, everywhere he goes, he gets fed up and almost doesn't quit on the team, but you just see
1: he did in Houston. He, he, he,
0: he literally did. Yeah. But you see that and it's like, yeah, there's baggage that comes there. Dame, old Dame, man, he gives it all he has all the time and, and is in a place. And I I was hoping, I was hoping that they would have figured out a way for Portland to, the Portland would have figured out a way to, to get him somewhere. He wanted to be, to get him somewhere on a winner, get something back in return for him, to do it for him because of everything. I mean, he's he's had the opportunity to leave twice and stay.
1: Right. He, he's he been one of the very few guys that's been the opposite of what free yeah. agency's been about. He's He came out – he, a couple of years ago, signed another four-year deal to stay in Portland when he had an opportunity mm-hmm. to go somewhere else.
0: And they are clearly – they have said they are now in a rebuilding process. There is no reason to have him on that team. So,
1: yeah, I think since he – since he decided to move on
0: and and I'm guessing Uh, he never said he decided to move on. He, he has always been a guy like, he's like, look, if we can figure it out, we'll figure it out. I love Portland, all that stuff that, but when they start, they weren't making the moves and, and started losing pieces and it became evident that it was a rebuild. I don't think they started a rebuild after he said he wasn't coming. I think the rebuild started this year and, the writing what maybe the writing was on the wall you could say that but he never came out and forced a trade he never came out and said anything about that way it was un,
1: un, yeah until he until they were 3 or 4 days into free agency that's di- that's different that's after the season was over right 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 so i'm
0: saying I, the rebuild process started started last year
1: oh no i thought i thought they were I thought they were still hoping to try to build something around him. And then after the first 48 hours, everybody that was going to be worth anything signed with somebody else. And then he's like, and then he had a meeting, he and his agent had a meeting with the front office and he, they were like, oh, you know what, let's, let's go ahead and
0: figure this out. So are ahead. they, so, so is he a free agent right now?
1: No. He okay, is under so, contract. He,
0: so, so this is all going to be about figuring out where he's going to go.
1: That's right. And he wants specifically to go to Miami. They've said, uh, we'd like to help you out, but we're not going to guarantee you're going to Miami. We've got to do something. We've got to yeah. take care of our franchise.
0: We have to do. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's going to be the most interesting thing. And with James Harden opting in on his, uh, his extent or his player option, um, he, from what I understand, opted in, in order to kind of force them to trade him as well, because it was going to be too big a number. Mm-hmm. Harden's making about 35 a year and to making about 45.
0: Nobody's going to pay James Harden that big number
1: though. Well, this year they will. Next year, they will, and then he'll be a free agent after that, anyway.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, yeah, but like he's not signing a new deal. Like they'll pick up his,
1: yeah, probably not. Now, this could be, uh, you know, you hear about the contract year, and maybe he, maybe this is the year he gets in shape and, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, helps somebody win and stuff like that. But uh, we're going to see about that. It's, it's going to be interesting because I feel like there's a possibility to have a really fun, trade to involve both of those guys and it's going to have to be a three-team deal i'm sure but there's a chance that james harden goes somewhere probably not to portland if they they could they could bring him in in a trade there but they'll just portland's going to be the
0: one that gets a ton of pieces out of this whole thing that's right yeah portland's going to get a ton right out of this whole deal and i hope it's good for them i hope it Ends up turning the the franchise around in three four years, but yeah, I'm I'm happy for Dame Lillard. I'm I'm happy he's gonna get out. He's gonna get to play somewhere. He's gonna get to he's gonna get to be on a team hopefully where he's he's uh, I mean I think he was happy in Portland. I won't say where he's happy, but where he's got an opportunity
1: to win. Yep, that's right. It's so there's really not a whole lot to say besides that because nothing's happened yet, but. The anticipation every day of possibly hearing the news of a blockbuster trade. Oh yeah, that's what's fun to me.
0: Yep, yep. I'll be excited to see. I don't know. It's going to take some time, I would think. Right? I mean, this is going to take to get the right team involved. I mean, it could be a four-team trade. Sure. I mean, there could be a lot of moving parts in this whole thing. Yep. Um, Very interesting to see, but and it may not, and then it it may just be Dame Lillard for seven players. (laughs) Yeah. Very simple. Yep. and somebody has to want james harden though that's the other thing
1: he yeah comes with a lot
0: teams. of comes with a lot of baggage man
1: sure i mean but there are other guys that do you know i and it's yeah and be, people don't want them either well i don't i mean dylan brooks signed a four-year 80 million dollar deal yeah but dylan brooks to go to houston that is um, ridiculous you know uh These nba owners are giving the, the clippers are contracts of
0: people that you would never think that people would ever get
1: that's right um
0: so anyway I I mean, I, dylan brooks was let go like see ya we're adios you know you didn't
1: well he he was going to be a free agent they just decided not to sign him back. i'm
0: saying they just said yeah we don't need you you know as much a big a part of a team as you think you are you're we can do this again without you yeah yeah, yeah. And then somebody gave him twelve million dollars a year, 20, 20, $21 dollars a year, twenty
1: something. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. I know. That's so much money. Yep. Uh, so anyway, why that's couldn't it. I just
0: be a little bit better? Why couldn't I just be a little bit more athletic?
1: That's all you why need couldn't to? I just why
0: didn't I just work a little harder?
1: Mm-hmm. That's all it would have taken.
0: No, it would have taken a lot more
1: than that. A lot more than that oh boy you and me both that. pal yeah well at least you could shoot uh you know for a couple of years okay yeah I, I mean you know about 20 feet was maybe my my there was no range.
0: jumper you could there was no jumper you would miss inside the three-point line
1: <laughs>
0: you would have been uh, amazing in 1968
1: oh yeah oh yeah uh, 1988
0: no Nine eight when did it come in 78 no Eighty.
1: I can make a two handed set shot. When
0: did the three two handed set shot? When did the three become a three? When did they put the three point line in? 80. Was it 80? Around there, I think 80, 81, something like that. I mean, Byron Larkin, I think he took three threes, his entire collegiate career. He just made 3000 points worth of, of, uh, twos. Twos.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's about it for basketball. I'm sure we'll have some new, maybe some news next week. Um, and that's it. I love it. We've, we've, we've got to go to Mount Rushmore next, right?
0: Yeah. Let's do our Mount Rushmore.
1: Mount Rushmore game shows,
0: the greatest game shows of all time.
1: Uh, would you like to go first?
0: No, you go first. Oh, I want to oh. go first for, Oh, you want me to go first Uh, Uh first
1: i i I can't nope i got it right here i have i have a bunch written down and i have one marked as a as a for sure okay i've got to decide on three more okay you know that's gonna
0: yep no here i'll start off then um i i was a huge fan when it first came out of who wants to be a millionaire Mm -hmm. okay so you remember regis philbin had that show and you had to ask My favorite thing of all time, me and my dad would watch that. Me and my mom and dad, you know, I was probably in high school or, or maybe, you know, seventh, eighth grade high school when that came out. And I think of this all the time. My favorite, my favorite thing that I've ever seen on one of my favorite things I've ever seen on TV. This dude makes it to the million dollar question. He did not pull the audience one time. He did not phone a friend one time and he did not do the 50, 50 or whatever that. The, the last one was none of them gets to the million dollar question and immediately says, Regis, I'd like to phone a friend. And Regis is like, Oh, we finally got you. Huh? You made it. They never had anybody get to the million dollar question. They'd never given that, never done it. Yep. And he says, I'd like to call my dad calls his dad and his dad answers her phone. And he goes, dad, I just wanted you to be on the phone when you heard that I want a million dollars. It was the coolest thing, he, or he said something to the effect of, Hey, Dad, I just wanted to let you know I, I just want a million dollars. Yeah, something like that. And everybody's like, Oh my God. And then he says the answer, Regis film, and Regis Philman is like, oh, And it was, it was the it was one of the coolest things I have ever seen. Yep. So that made me a huge Who Wants to Be a Millionaire fan. I love that. Always love that. Very cool. Uh, Jeopardy without a doubt is on top of that. Um, I'm going with, uh, double dare, love double dare as a child, double dare was the king of the world, uh, getting slimed. Uh, what was that guy's name? That Mark, it, Summers. Mark Summers went on to do many game shows, uh, with Nickelodeon and others. Um, okay. So how many is that? Two or three? You've got three. I've got three. So I got one left. All right. Um, so God, there's so many game shows. Mm-hmm. So this is—I was looking at all of these things, and some of these are I didn't even know. I've never heard any of it before. Like I've never heard half of the half of the things that are on some of these things. Like Win Ben Stein's Money, that was fun. Oh, I loved yeah. that. I Wipeout was awesome. um But like you bet your life, I don't know. I don't never saw that. Tic Tac doe come on man these are crazy uh the pyramid was always fun the dating game from back in the day but if i've got to go with my last with my last one so i've got jeopardy um i've got who wants to be a millionaire and i've got double dare then i think it's automatic that bob barker and the price is right has to be on the mount rushmore of game shows there you go good call Good call. So, where did you go for yours?
1: I'm gonna start with my number one Jeopardy. Yeah, that's my favorite.
0: I don't even like Jeopardy, but I feel like it has to be on the game. I feel like it has to be there. There,
1: are, I feel like there are three or four that, that like, are the most popular ones. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, and maybe like Family Feud or something. Just like the yeah. most popular sure. ones. Sure. Um, but I'm going Jeopardy. Uh, I'm going to go double dare. Uh, It was, it was, it was tough. Like I want to put those other ones in there because as an adult, they're, they're bigger, but double dare was awesome. The 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 physical challenge, physical challenge. Yeah. Find the red
0: flag. And then the, yeah. And then the almost uh, drowned, almost drowned yourself in a pie. That's as big as this room until you find the flag inside.
1: That's right. I remember there was uh like an obstacle course at the end or something Mm -hmm. like that. You had to go through there was this enormous nose, which should be, should be a prop in the studio. Yes, it should. It is. There's two (laughs) of them right behind us. The
0: one, look at my nose. Seriously. My nose goes over my mustache. (laughs) Like totally put the the correct crooked point. The guy who painted this, my brother-in-law put the correct crooked point. Of my nose, you can't see half my mustache. And that's how, when I'm looking in here, can't see half my mustache with my crooked, pointy you get the, hump nose. You
1: get the right angle. That's where it's at. That's exactly right. Um, anyway, Double Dare was so much fun. I'm going to throw Wheel of Fortune on there. All right. Uh, this this kind of came about because we talked about how Pat Sajak is retiring after this yep. next season. A uh, long time, like 40 years or something like that. It's been on. And then um, I'm going to throw one on here uh that's just it's one of those game shows that does they get awarded points but it's it's arbitrary uh you did it you
0: did it i love we talked about this last week i love
1: this show good for you (laughs) whose line is it anyway i I would probably put this on over jeopardy to be honest is is whose line is it was the best i they have they have the best wayne brady comedians Yeah, Wayne Brady is just Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery, and uh, I mean, just yeah, there's like a
0: core four or five guys on there. And then there was the girl; I can't remember her name, but she was always really good. Yep, man, that was such a good one.
1: And then Drew Carey did it for a while, and then he's been at uh, Price is Right for a long time now. Long time now. Drew Carey's like ninety years old. (laughs) He's got to be. Aisha Tyler is that who? Could be. Yeah.
0: Anyway, but I'm going to tell you, Wayne Brady. Oh, man.
1: That's a talented guy. Yes, it is.
0: When he would just start rapping or not rapping, but get into his little song and do it like he'd be a weatherman and do a song. It's unbelievable how he could do that. Unbelievable. Him and when he was in uh, the greatest, maybe one of the greatest episodes of the Chappelle show ever mm-hmm. was the Wayne Brady episode. Yep. That might have been one of the greatest
1: ones. Yep. That was good. All right. Yeah, there, there it is. Mount Rushmore of
0: game shows. All right, that brings us to the comedy segment. Super excited to know what you think about this. So, I uh so you have done t- tell me what what uh Ding-a-ling one and dingling two's names are that that did the the sing along that you made me watch. Uh <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the play, the two-man play, sing the the what do you call what do you call a play where they sing the whole time? What's that called? It's called a not an opera, but you know, you go so like a on musical? Broadway, a musical. Yeah, you made me watch this this musical that you called <laughs> a. Oh my god! Anyway,
1: <laughs> was, whatever. Was Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. It was Oh yeah. so hello on Broadway.
0: Oh hello on Broadway. Okay, so you made me do that, and I, I, I had a feeling maybe this could go either way, because I love all I love whiling Out. These dudes are so good on Wilding Out. It is so funny and i was really really hyped to see this and i ain't gonna lie to you man it let me down it was really rough. yeah it was rough i mean it was good it was it was okay but it wasn't like a
1: comedy special like it was i don't know it's not, not the traditional comedy special we're no, used to no but there were three there guys were, on a stage there
0: were funny parts but a lot of it wasn't that funny they were just talking in lat like DC young fly laughs at himself all the time and, and it happens, but usually he laughs at himself when it's really, really funny on the while out the Burt Kreischer
1: of yes. Atlanta. Yeah.
0: Yes. The Burt Kreischer of, of ATL West side, West side ATL. Uh, it's just a lot of talking over each other. Um, a lot of, uh, I don't, th- I, I, I know a lot of it was planned out, like a lot of it was written, but I, I, it was, not a lot of the jokes were were delivered right i think they do better in like an improv scene like they do on wild and out and i'm sure wild and out not 100% improv because you could tell they got some of this stuff ready to go and they write a lot of jokes beforehand and when they do that stuff on wild and out it's it's the jokes are there they're just using whatever somebody said to get to their joke that they've already had planned which is perfect but oh, some of this was just rough deliveries there were some funny parts there were some good parts but when they just when dc young fly was just looking for some weed for 10 minutes that i was like come on man let's do something here and then a song (laughs) would break out they'd break out they break out a a a rapper that i don't know like a guy nobody i've ever heard of and the whole audience knew him. they were into it but i never heard him. and i don't know it's just and then he kept yelling at the band to shut up and stop playing. I was yeah. like, why are they? They didn't. Yeah. That. I was like, I don't get it. Are they supposed to be doing this? Cause it doesn't seem right. Like it didn't
1: seem like things were, I don't know. I was confused. Speaking of the, they had a couple, couple musical guests on there. They had the band that was there the whole time yep. and they would play randomly and stuff. And then they had a couple and one was, I, I feel like I, I heard of both
0: acts. The last
1: one, the last guy I feel like I I had heard of, I just didn't know the song. Um, I can't even remember who it was, but one of them was the Goody Mob. Yeah, and and I definitely heard of them. I don't know their music. That was the last. That was the
0: last one. Oh, that was it. Yeah, the first one was well, just the rant. Was just a guy that DC Young Fly used to live next to or something. I don't know. Oh, okay.
1: No, I, don't I, know I know thought that was. True.
0: I don't know if that's true.
1: That was somebody else. He, he's he's a, a rapper. Like I feel like I've heard of him.
0: I don't know. I never. But
1: did. anyway, um, I mean, they all sound the same. The Goody Goody Mob. You did you recognize CeeLo Green? I
0: that's what I said. I said, is that CeeLo? Is not that wasn't CeeLo Green, though. No. I it can't was look at, for sure. 100 percent it was thousand percent. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, is this CeeLo Green? Like that looks like CeeLo Green. He
1: had I wrote down CeeLo Green is from Goody Mob.
0: But did mark? you look it up?
1: Did you look no. it up? No, but I'm I'm positive. I'm telling you right now, I, I thought it and I
0: walked from my kitchen looking at the TV in the family room into the family room to get a bigger look at the TV to see if it was CeeLo green. I don't think it
1: was CeeLo green. CeeLo green is got such a higher pitch voice and everything too. I think he was doing, I think it was, it just, he was a little bit different in that setting than when he's doing his full singing. But I, I man, I don't, I don't know. Think so. um, I don't
0: think it's CeeLo green. Goody mob. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. That was legit CeeLo Green. I was sitting there going, man, it looks just like him, but no way it's him. All right. Well, so maybe I should know who they, they are.
1: That, maybe <laughs> that's why I thought I knew him. But I had no idea he was in, in Goody Mob. No. I've heard of Goody Mob and I knew some C-Lo, a couple CeeLo Green songs. Yeah. In fact, I saw him live. He was he opened for uh for um who was it, Lionel Richie when I went to the Lionel Richie show. Big Gip, your- Cujo,
0: CeeLo Green, and Timo. How about that? Yeah, CeeLo Green, I mean he just had some singing. He just kind of sang, I thought. Yeah. But these guys were hip hop and
1: um Goody Mob. Man,
0: CeeLo Green came from Goody Mob. I was looking at him, I was like, that ain't CeeLo Green.
1: I wrote this I wrote hilarious. I wrote awesome. just a just a couple of notes down. That one, that was one. CeeLo Green is from Goody Mob question mark. Um uh a couple of things that made me laugh. I did write. Um <laughs> built like a coffee straw. Yeah that it's a coffee stir. it's not a straw but doesn't matter everybody <laughs> but, got it uh it's he, not some of the stuff when they were roasting each other some of them were dumb there were a couple here and there that were pretty gives good you,
0: oh yeah i wish i would have wrote some of that stuff down because that's i told you earlier i wish i would have wrote some of it down because there were some really funny parts like when they hit one they hit one it was good but they missed on a lot
1: yeah i thought yeah they they uh somebody says, somebody I forget how how it was all laid out but somebody had a, a grand brother a grand brother <laughs> yeah. yeah I forget that was uh, that know, was that thing
0: was thing. uh DC Young Fly talking to talking to uh oh what's his name um
1: Chico Bean or Carlos Miller
0: Carlos Miller not Chico Bean Carlos Miller yeah he always talks about how old Carlos Miller is and Carlos is the one to say you're been... DC, you build like
1: a coffee straw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I felt like I related best probably to Carlos Miller because he was the oldest one. just seemed like he had the most sense about
0: him. I guess. So funny when he's on. He He's my favorite person on and Out. No, uh, uh, Justina Valentine might be my favorite person on there, but
1: he's my second. He comes to Cincinnati all the time. He comes to the funny one all the time. Carlos so Miller does? All three of these guys, I think, have, have really? been here. Yeah. I don't know that I could I I would I
0: don't I I would have to see so when Separate. they announced them all right when they announced them all they're talking about you can you may you would have seen them on Comedy Central just that you've seen them on while Out, all the stuff. And I was like, oh, these dudes actually do stand-up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, everybody that's on Wild and Out is a stand-up comedian, just about almost all of them are stand-up comedians. Uh in well, maybe three quarter of them. Because that's what the whole thing is, right? Like it's supposed to be you you in the comedy championship belt when you win it's all about having the best jokes on your freestyles and all that anyway that's besides the point the point is is these dudes they are funny so i'm sure they are stand-up comedians i bet they're better individually than they are that way
1: maybe um i you know yeah some of it was like "Ah, this isn't great but some of it was i I would they surprised me at times because when it started 10 minutes in or so i'm like that's when i called you i called you 10 or i texted you 10 minutes in and i was like i'm
0: 10 or 15 minutes into this special and i just want to apologize now
1: it's it's very 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 cultural it's 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 hip-hop comedy oh 100 hip-hop comedy yeah and um and, and speaking of that can she cook the the, <laughs> the last note that i wrote that i have not said out loud yet the star of the show the inventor of closed captioning.
0: Yes, no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, you you know, can't you, understand anything DC young fly says. Yeah,
1: and, and I feel like some of it's he's talking like that on purpose because he thinks it's funnier 100%, or something. Percent.
0: That is exactly what it is. But
1: also, he's he, he he's pretty clearly had a. I mean, they even kind of touched on it. Probably had a pretty rough childhood in yeah. Atlanta, and he's he's uh, yeah he he doesn't enunciate well. <laughs> No, none of these guys really do. They ran well.
0: together. Chico or Carlos Miller does. Chico Bean's good okay. too. Chico Bean has a very can have a very professional voice when he does his little. He gets very I'm sure. Both of those. He's got a very can. deep, yeah. like a sultry, deep, like a like a Marvin Gaye kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Chico Bean with blue. the biggest head you ever seen in your life. They always make fun of his hairline and his head all the time.
1: He took that hat off <laughs> him one time, and then he had the
0: he had braids halfway back. <laughs> um that's, and then that's- he always and then when everybody makes fun of him and then they laugh it's same thing a while out. they say the same things over and over and then everybody laughs because they made fun oh, of chico really? beans yeah i know it was the exact same that's joke the-, the entire time the whole thing it was the same that's joke like, the entire culture, time period so they so they uh so they're laughing at chico beans hairline or he's got braids underneath his hat that start halfway in the back of his head and immediately he goes, oh, I know you ain't talking. It's exactly what you look like underneath that wig. They always talk about underneath your lace front. Yeah. I know what you look like. This is what you look like underneath your lace front.
1: Yeah. Um. So it was, you know, at, at first I'm like, boy, this is really maybe not made for me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but there was enough funny stuff in it though. Uh, You know, they would hit something funny like, You know, every 10 minutes or something like that, somebody would say something uh, and it would make me laugh. I'd be like, okay, that's good. And there was enough of it there that I was like, okay, I can, by the end of it, I was like, you know what? Overall, not, not that bad. Wow. Okay. Not that bad. We are
0: going to be different from each other.
1: I gave it a 3.4. I was expecting so much more because I love these dudes. I, so much. I've I've never watched Wild Nuts, so I had no no expectation
0: really. I think I I gave it a two point four because I I think I had higher expectations for it. That makes sense because I because I these guys are to me are so funny, and I've never seen them in this eighty five South like the way they do it. It was
1: like if you are from Atlanta. Come to this show because it's going to be about Atlanta. It's going to yeah. be about you know growing up in certain parts of Atlanta, I guess. And yep, that's what it was. <clears throat> so there you go.
0: Good for those guys. Okay, DC okay. got a DC's with a wild out girl. Got her pregnant. they right. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a couple kids now.
1: Hmm. Oh. Is that well, a, you know the, is is that direct, know the Wild and Out Girls? Do you know the Wild Out Girls? I don't. Is that uh, is that a direct order from uh Nick Cannon? You have to have multiple children. You have to have as many kids as you can.
0: There's a lot of jokes that happen between sure. DC Young. Okay. So they've got Nick Cannon has the Wild and Out Girls, and there's you know eight or nine. Just they're just there as and they wear almost it's nothing. Fly girls, yeah, they're fly girls exactly, but they don't dance. They just stand there. Uh, but you know, Nick's got Nick's the one who picks them all out, apparently. So, you know, that's always the big joke on the show. And there's a whole lot. They say, uh, they do a, they did a one, one thing was, uh, it was, uh, it's called plead the fifth. So if you plead the fifth to the question that's asked, then that's the other team gets a point. But if you answer it, then you get a point. And he said, you have a daughter, right? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, would you ever let your daughter be a wild and out girl? And he looked at it and everyone was like, Oh, and all the while they show the wild and out girls, like, oh, is there a problem with we, you know? And he looked at the camera and said, Hell no. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Speaking of Nick Cannon and his he's up to 12, I want to say. I think he's up to 12. Is it 12? I'm pretty sure he's got like six kids that are all within like a yeah. year and a half. He's had and that's not a joke. I'm not kidding. He's got
1: several at the same time.
0: He he knocked up like three or four women within the span of six months. I, it's crazy. Oh boy! And now that's a big joke on the show. They are constantly giving him crap for that. And he's got a great sense of humor, dude. I got to give it to Nick Cannon. There ain't nothing you can talk about him. They they bust his balls by him and Mariah Carey on there, and earlier when they were married and when they got divorced and all the stuff. Oh my god! It is hilarious Carlos Miller Carlos Miller say you're the only person that still goes on dates with your ex-wife and her husband <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway well
1: sorry I could got, talk about why not all day long I love that show I uh haven't seen it but I don't know if it's a comedy show good it's so good. Anyway, there you go. Speaking of comedy, we got to pick something for next week, and then I got to do a Mount Rushmore. You got a Mount Rushmore? Hmm. I've got a. I've got both on deck, so I'll have uh, Mount Rushmore ready for next week, and then, I mean, the comedy for this week is going to be so easy, Chris. It is. We're recording this on July fifth. That means the fourth of July was yesterday from the day we're recording this. A couple days ago, if you're listening, on. The 4th of July, big time special came out on Netflix. Oh, boy. I haven't looked. Mr. Tom Segura. Let's go. A new special called, I think it's Sledgehammer.
0: Buddy, I'm telling you right now, this is, this is as hyped as I've been in a long time.
1: Yep. Old Tommy's got one out. And uh, I expect a lot. Oh, I expect a lot. I hope, I hope big the expectations. thing doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep. I big it's expectations
0: out of this. I mean this is this is Mount Rushmore. This is Mount Rushmore. This is I mean this is you know Tom Girls on your Mount Rushmore, right?
1: <clears throat> I don't think he was, but Mount Rushmore of current. Uh maybe of current. Yeah. Maybe of current. Current uh, active comedians.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll say.
1: Um he's he's as good as anybody. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So uh yeah, this will be a little this will be a little different than the one we just watched, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, this is gonna be nothing <laughs> like the one we just watched.
1: But not to say it's gonna be better because who knows? We haven't watched it yet. So, 100%. I'm very excited
0: about this. All right. So Tom Segura, Sledgehammer, and I have to do a Mount Rushmore. How about we do the Mount Rushmore? Have we done a Mount Rushmore? We've done a Mount Rushmore of colors, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like that was probably pretty early um mount rushmore's we've had game shows uh
1: while you're thinking about it i will tell you i uh i got back in the wrestling mood for mount rushmore's again because i watched the other day i watched um documentary about macho man and then i watched documentary about ultimate warrior right after that um i was on a little
0: yeah, and I just camp. looked at your piece of paper and saw your See? your one is gonna be good. That is gonna be so good. Let's do it this week. I'll start. I'll start. Have we done tag teams?
1: I feel like we, we did. did tag We've teams. We've done yeah. tag
0: teams. Um let's go with uh let's go with Mount Rushmore
1: of hmm. oh, another thing. I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I keep thinking. I also watched a show where Undertaker, I think it's Mark Calloway. Yeah. Um, went over to, I think they were at, at uh, Mick Foley's house. I want to say, okay, went over there and they sat there and watched together their hell in a cell match. Dude, dude, he talked like you, one of the greatest matches in absolutely. WWE history. And it was so fun to watch those two guys sit there and watch it together and talk to each other about it. it they talk so
0: cool. They talk, So I've heard them talk about it separately multiple times, mm-hmm.
1: never together,
0: but both of them always, when they, when you hear them, when you hear them talking about it, always talk about when they're up there and you can hear as they're walking, you can hear the, the, the metal pieces that are supposed to be holding the cage up, yeah. popping off. And, they, and if you watch the video, you can see them. Yep. Popping. And Mark Calway like, I, he's like, I don't want to be up here. I don't, this is stupid. What are we doing? And mankind looks at him, mankind Mick Foley looks, looks at him and is like, throw me, you, this is it right now. This is it. And he goes, I don't want to do this. And unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: It was really, really cool. Um, Cause those guys like each other. They respect each other a lot. And it was just fun to watch them, watch them.
0: And his tooth them. was in his nose or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that until they showed that and they talked about it because oh, they both thought because because Undertaker thought he had a big booger. In his yeah, <laughs> and it was his tooth knocked stuck the in his out. nose.
0: I wonder like my daughter had her to, when she banged her to her teeth on the counter when the rollaway thing slipped out from underneath her. And they got jammed up inside of her gums. You remember that during COVID Uh, and and all that. Uh, They were jammed up inside. We thought she lost them. they were just up inside her gum. So I wonder if that's what happened. If it hit so hard that it blew it up through his gum and into his nose.
1: That's what happened. I I think, wasn't it his bottom tooth? I thought it was like, I thought it was his top tooth. I thought it was his his front tooth. Maybe I thought he, maybe he lost two teeth in that. Cause I, I mean, think there was another, cause he, cause he said, oh yeah, this happened. And he popped a tooth out and he had a missing one on the bottom yeah. too. But then I think, yeah, you might be right. That it's unbelievable. It was crazy. Oh, he got thrown off the top, off the top of the cage twice. Cause he threw him onto the table from the top first, like yeah. in the first five minutes of the match. And then he, he, and then they were, and then he was like, joke slam me. Yeah. They were talking about, you might have to joke slam me three, four times to get me through this fence or whatever. Very first time. And and it and it it's not like he fell correctly. Like
0: it yeah. went, it broke, and then he twisted upside down and very easily could have broke his neck. I mean, it yeah. didn't, it wasn't like a natural wrestling fall where you land square on your back like everybody else does. This was like he toppled in the air and couldn't catch himself.
1: And he was I I they were talking about he was kind of out a little bit, like he yeah. was still trying to yeah get he was. his senses back. Oh, yeah, he was
0: concussed. Yeah. Faux show. Sure.
1: Yeah. And then the tax. He put the tax mm-hmm. down, and he he slammed him on that. And then he he choke slammed him onto the tax. And then he's like, and then he rolls over through the tax. Yeah, just on his own. <laughs> and Mark yeah. and Mark's like, in the I didn't even have. They're pulling him out of his body,
0: and I'm pissed off because they're in my shoe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was really cool. I don't know. That's awesome. I love that. Watched a bunch of cool stuff.
0: Um. Okay. All right. So. I want to get into some kind of wrestling thing. Then you don't have to to. get us into that. To get us into, you could just use that. That's not not happening. That's yours. I am going to go with the Mount Rushmore of giants in WWE. Oh, Mount Rushmore of giants, like like all of like anybody that's like six nine or bigger.
1: In okay, WWE. is that okay? So they have to be 6'9 or bigger.
0: I feel like 6'9 is a good number, right? That's pretty much okay. a giant in WWE. See,
1: I yeah, I agree. I don't know like how, how tall. Let's figure this out. Earthquake was, yeah. Or, let's see I mean? how
0: big, uh, let's see how big uh, how Razor big? Razor Ramon was. How how tall, I think
1: he was like 6'6 six, six, was six, seven.
0: Scott Hall because he's not a giant, but he was very tall, he was 6'7. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Then let's say how tall was Kevin Nash? Because I would consider him a giant. He's 6'10". So I like 6'. Do we say 6'10 and above or 6'? I like 6'9 and above.
1: Okay.
0: Say 6'9 and above.
1: Okay.
0: By the Google search. 6'9
1: plus. All right. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. See, because giant, I feel like could also be earthquake yokozuna because they're so big right mm. but I'm, I'm going with giants like tall 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 i got you tall
0: yeah okay. i'm gonna go tall all
1: right i know who number one is for me
0: no i mean it's obvious right It's <laughs> literally in his name uh he has to be number one but there's also some crazy ones that have been out there man there's a lot of them that have been really big there's one right now moss is a big dude he's not gonna be on it but moss is like seven two or something like that wow he
1: played college basketball that's right? Yeah, I don't remember where some terrible place. Does it count if I put Victor Wimbanyama on there?
0: Uh, has he been on a in a wrestling ring? I mean, nope. so does Shack count? Could you put Shack oh. on there? He's done many wrestling events. He has. You're right. Sure, sure. If you put a, if you want to put Which him you on, want to put him on there. He's All right, be mine. he's not gonna be a mine either. Okay, well, I love it. That's perfect. Let's do that. Uh, Mount Rushmore of six, nine or taller giants in wrestling, <laughs> and uh, that's very specific. <laughs> this is how Mount Rushmore's become, but you've got to be very specific I'm with you. Uh, Mount right. Rushmore of gray coolers, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mount Rushmore of Uncle Rushmore. Paul Art. Oh, oh, that'd be a good, good one. one. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So let's go with. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh there you go. I like it. Let's do that. And uh yeah, so until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.
1: <laughs>